Hey guys, just jumping on real quick here to talk about Anchor. If you haven't heard of it, Anchor is through Spotify. It's one of the easiest ways just to be able to produce a podcast. It's got everything you need in just one place. So Anchor has the tools. It allows you to record, edit, do everything you need to make a podcast right from your phone or your computer. And when hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on different platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many different more. It's an awesome tool. I love using it. I've been using it for a little bit now. And the cool thing about it is it's absolutely free. So if you're interested in starting up a podcast, if you're interested in getting involved in podcast work, then download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So many people ask me, but what about you, Ben? Like, do you actually love your wife? Like, why is you and your wife actually together? Like, why is this actually working? Because you always tell people to go no contact. You always tell people to leave their narcissist. You always tell people like, hey, get out. Well, how does that make sense? Because you're in a relationship, right? Like, you're in a marriage. Yeah, I am. And a lot of times I tell people to go no contact and to break up with the people that they're with because they're not seeing any exemplified change in the other person. They're not seeing it happen on a day-to-day basis. They're not seeing honesty, vulnerability, or consistent change. How that actually look like in my life? Well, I want to kind of dive into that whole question of like, did your wife go no contact with you? What did that actually look like? How did that actually feel? What actually transpired in that time? I want to dive in and share a little bit of my story today. If you guys don't know who I am, I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. We do it on all the different platforms. TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn. Just look us up under Raw Motivations. Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Raw Motivations. Or if you want to hear the wife's perspective, not just from this episode, but also in our new podcast called Trauma, Drama, and Life, check it out on Apple Podcasts where you can hear a lot more of her perspective on the whole situation and on our relationship. If you haven't had a chance to look at the NARC app, then check out a community of like-minded people to help you in your healing process. Check it out at narcapp.com, N-A-R-C-A-P-P.com. It's a place where you can engage with other people to grow, heal, change, and develop because they're there to help support and encourage you through the crazy making that you've had to go through from being with a narcissistic person. On there, you can engage in courses and weekly lives and different exercises and tracking your no contact and monthly coaching that's focused on your growth and development moving forward. So check that out at narcab.com. If you want to talk to me one-on-one, would love to engage with you. Would love to help you break free from the trauma bond. To break free from that aspect of like, I know I shouldn't be with this person. They're toxic, but I still want to be with them. I still want to interact with them. I still want to see them. I want to hug them. I want to just know what's going on in their lives because I care so much. But you know it's toxic. A lot of times I work with people to help them break free from the trauma bond, help them rewire their mind to change their life, to be able to get free and to move forward, to heal, change, grow, and develop into someone completely different and someone that you can't even believe would be possible because you haven't experienced that yet. I work with people to break free of the trauma bond, to get through the rumination and the detox phase, and to get to the place where they can actually grow, heal, and be happy, healthy, and whole, but also to set boundaries so they don't go back to that person and so they don't get involved with someone else like that down the road. If that's you today, we'd love to talk to you. You can go to rawmotivations.com, click on one-on-ones. We'd love to interact with you there. 
So normally when we talk about me and my wife or you, people bring up Lee and his wife and how we're still in our relationships, in our marriages, it, it always comes up of like, wait a second, like you're giving hope to everybody out there. You're telling everybody that nurses can change and all this kind of stuff. And the thing is, a lot of the stuff I try, I try to say and try to put little disclaimers everywhere to say that, hey, I'm not trying to give out hope and you just blindly follow. You just blindly say, all right, I'm going to stick with my narcissist forever. Like that's not the goal. If you're not seeing the person in your life that's toxic, if you're not seeing them be honest, be vulnerable, and show consistent change as they grow and develop their relationship and deepening with you, then you need to leave because that relationship is not healthy. That relationship is not something that you need to be hoping or holding on to that possibility or the maybe. Lee came into my life early on. So much so that like my wife started watching Lee's content before he even blew up on social media. She started to see his interactions, started to see him talk about his therapy sessions, like different things like that. And she started watching those and started realizing some of the stuff that I was exemplifying was narcissistic. I remember early on, I don't remember all the details, but I do remember early on her showing me a video of Lee talking like was he's driving home or something like that from one of his therapy sessions. I remember watching it, like kind of like blanking out like halfway through because I didn't really care that she was showing me something like this. And then I was like, yeah, like I don't, I don't really act like that. And discounted a lot of stuff that he had to say because I didn't want to identify and I didn't want to believe that I was actually like that, that I was actually exhibiting those tendencies and those traits. When slowly over a period of time, I started to put the pieces together, started to put all the puzzle pieces that were laid out. I started to put the puzzle together and started to realize that it did spell narcissism. And then I realized that that was a big part of who I was. Even though I denied it, even though I didn't want to believe it, even though I ran away from that multiple times, I still wanted to think that I was somebody else but not a narcissist. Well, over a period of time, I finally got into therapy. I initially went to EMDR therapy, and I did therapy for uh, around like six months. Did EMDR, it helped clear some past trauma, some emotional trauma, different things like that, that I didn't even know was there, that I didn't even know that I had. And after that period of time, then I started getting into traditional or like regular therapy. And then my wife left. You see, sometimes people take my story and they kind of twist it up and they're like, oh, his wife left. That's why he got into therapy. And I'm like, no, it's not. I was already in therapy and then she left. Because you have to realize I didn't change and I didn't start that process and I didn't keep that process and I didn't continue to that process for her. I changed because I didn't want to keep being the person that I was. I didn't want to keep with the cycle that I kept going through. So all the people that are out there being like, maybe I can change them. Stop. Like you're wasting your time putting in so much effort to try to force change on someone else that doesn't care to change or doesn't see a problem. I was almost nine months at that point, EMDR and then regular therapy, almost nine months in, into therapy, and then Kayla left. The thing is, I was putting in the work by going to therapy, but the change wasn't exemplified. The change wasn't there. Because even though I was in therapy, I was in EMDR, I was doing those things, I still had supply. I still had other people in my life. I still had different variations of affair partners in my life at that time. And even though I'm saying I'm doing the work, it wasn't actually there. And so many people get locked into the idea of like, now they're going to therapy. It's going to be amazing. What are you seeing? What is being demonstrated? Because if it's not actually demonstrated, you're holding on to a pipe dream. 
And so the thing is, when she left, there was a part of me that was hoping that she would leave. There was a part of me that was hoping when I told her about having affairs that I was hoping that she would leave. I was hoping she'd run away because then it gave me an out. It would give me the possibility to look to not look bad that my marriage fell apart. Then I could tell my parents and other people around that it wasn't my fault. She left me. Like that is the whole goal a lot of times is like she left me. So therefore, it's not my fault. I'm the victim. I'm the person that everybody always leaves me. So she ended up leaving while I was in therapy. She ended up leaving and was gone for a little bit over a quarter of a year. And then she had to get to a place where she had to come back and get some of her stuff because she just packed the car, left with her and her daughter. Then she had to come back and she decided, I'm going to give it a month trial. I got to come back to get my stuff anyways. I might as well see, you know, all the stuff that he's been doing, the therapy he's been going through. Is there actual change? So she came back. She was like, I'm going to give it a month. I'm going to say, I'm going to try a month and see what actually happens. In her own words, she talks about in her podcast, but in her own words, she talks about actually coming back in and being there for a month. And the only reason why she even continued into month number two was that she's noticed changed behavior. Not just me, you know, placating to her desires, not just me, like, you know, trying to modify or do different things, but me actually showing and exemplifying changed behavior of how I would act, of how I would talk, of how I'd interact, of how I'd ask her about her day, of how I would connect with her, different things that were changed behavior. Was it completely changed? Was I magically healed? No, heck no. There's still a lot of stuff that we're still working through on a day-to-day basis, but the behavior has started to change. At that point, I'd cut out supplies. I'd no longer been involved in other relationships. I'd started to be like, no, like this is actually not what I'm going to be. I'm not going to continue this cycle because I'm tired of that cycle. As I was like looking at like prepping this and like looking at even like timelines and stuff because I have to write it down to keep it even clear. Like there was a part of me that started on TikTok and started making content almost like four months or so before Kayla left. So you have to be able to wrap your mind around like everything that's happening and transitioning. And so many people like latch on to like therapy, awareness, all this stuff. And they're like, maybe they'll change. They have to want the change. They have to actually want the change to happen in their lives. Otherwise, there is no change. Like, otherwise, we would not be at the place where we are today, where we're still in a relationship, where we're still married, where we've both been in therapy for a good period of time, where we've both been in therapy separately. Now we're in therapy together. Now we're working on stuff together. Now we're doing a podcast together. Like, a lot of different things have changed. But you see, in that moment, at the very beginning when she left, there was no thought in my mind that she would come back, and there was no thought that this relationship would ever work out. Because at that moment in time, the possibility of it actually working out was impossible. It was something that was so far-fetched, that was so far out there, that I didn't believe it. And I remember sitting in therapy and like telling my therapist, like, I don't want this. Like, this is dumb. Like, I hate this. I hate this feeling. I hate the shame. I hate the stuff that I'm going through. I didn't know how to articulate it all. But I was just like, I don't want this. Like, if this what marriage is, if this what the relationship is, I don't want it. But over a period of time, as my behavior changed and as it created more capacity for her behavior to be open to my change and to be open so that it created a safe space for her, we were able to start building back a connection. We were able to building back a relationship that I had destroyed multiple times over. And that's why we're here today. 
And that's why the relationship is here and working because of the fact of change behavior and because of the fact that I kept going that same road of wanting the change, even though I couldn't see it, even though I couldn't understand where it was or how it even looked. Two years ago, I would never imagine being here today. I would never imagine talking to you to, to running raw motivations, to coaching people, to producing journals, clarity challenge, like all this stuff would not even imagine. Because at that time, the capacity that I had to imagine the future that wasn't stuck in the rut of my narcissistic abusive behavior didn't even seem possible. But here we are, years later, looking at, wow, this is where we are. This is a lot of change that's happened. There's a lot of things that have happened in our relationship, in life, in work, in business, in everything to bring us to this point of understanding that as my capacity grows to understand, learn, grow, heal, and change more, the limits become even farther of like what is possible. So like right now, my relationship with my wife is like here. A year from now, it's going to be down here, much more progress. But I can't even imagine at times how amazing it could be because I'm still growing my capacity to be able to see what's actually possible. I hope that gives you a little bit of insight into everything that's kind of gone on. I know it's like a brief and a glossed overview. If you want to hear more in-depth stuff, check out our podcast, Trauma, Drama, and Life on Apple Podcasts. And hopefully that can be an encouragement to you as well.